Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 509, air date January 27th, 2020. I'm going to go live on, uh... yep, I'm live also on on YouTube. Can everyone see that? Jen, is everything live? Yeah, I'll give it a paper. Let me confirm you, Yep. Hold on, everyone. We're going to be starting shortly. You're good on YouTube. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go live, Jen. Okay. Jen, I'm live. Okay. Okay. Is that better, everyone? Can everyone hear me? Uh, Periscope people out there, is the sound better? Any sound still? Is there howling still or no? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So sound is good there. Um, Jen, you can text me if everything's good on Facebook. Yes. All right, I think we're good. Okay, hello everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, I want to talk to people directly and have a frank conversation about what we need to do to really move uh, this movement for truth, freedom, and health forward. Uh, The reality is there's a lot of people Um, who are uh, having conversations about some of the items that I've been sharing recently about what we need to do to move this movement forward. Look, I have no horse in the game. If people know me, I stand for one thing about building a revolutionary movement. And the reality is that uh, uh, some people have illusions about what it takes to do that. The important point we need to understand is that we have a choice uh, in building such a movement. So let's um, talk about a couple of things. I have a number of things that I want to cover today, so I'll try to be as succinct as possible. The talk talk title here is, do we want to follow the path that I'm proposing, or do we want to follow the path of a Kennedy Hollywood path, which is really primarily self-serving. This may be hard for people to understand, but I want to give you some insight into this because I've been in these multiple worlds, be it Hollywood or here, and I have an insight that uh, most people have not had the opportunity to have and that's why I speak so directly about this because I do not want you to be misled so let's start with the first path um, uh, the issue is do we want to build a movement to win for you which means a movement to win for truth freedom and health that's the first question that you need to answer and if we do want to do that we need to look at the facts of what has been going on over the last 17 years or more recently contrasted to uh, what's occurred since my involvement and and many of the mothers that have been involved and inspired to come on because of a different perspective that I brought into this movement. And what is that perspective contrasted to what's uh, taking place? That perspective has been recognizing that we need to build a movement bottoms up. We value all people. It has to be inclusive. It has to be transparent and it has to be bottoms up. It cannot be top down, and I'll talk about why, I've talked about it before, but I don't mind sharing that knowledge again. But it has to be bottoms up, it has to be powerful, it has to be quote unquote militant, meaning people need to express their anger when they need it, not be censored, and it has to be broad based, bringing in all people who are into truth, freedom, and health versus constraining it. And that is what I've been sharing with people uh, throughout this process. 
but fundamentally it also needs to be educational by teaching people the science and that has not taken place frankly for over 17 years and if you look at the movement for over the past 17 years the results of it frankly have not been that great it, they lost in California they lost in New York we had a victory and we should cherish that victory in New Jersey and that victory was primarily because people came bottoms up people were strong they started recognizing that they cannot trust the old model of bowing down to legislators not that you don't go talk to legislators but primary you give the movement bottoms up this was one of the most important things and I articulated that over and over again prior to December 16th I got thousands of emails people thanking me because people felt they were being silenced by people in this movement who were telling them to kowtow not to do vociferous movements and in fact to beg to legislators I'm talking about Kennedy Jr. Uh, and as well as Del Bigtree okay so let's contrast that to what has actually worked historically history shows that whether you go back to slave times or whether you go to people trying to bust up the caste system where I come from, whether people fighting for the anti-war movement, whether people fighting for any significant movement, and people need to go study the history and not be moved by certain mystique, is those movements have been raucous, coming from bottoms up, by imperfect everyday people. It has not been from Hollywood people flying in or people on big media. It has been everyday people like you and me fighting bottoms up. It's always been bottoms up. And it has never been about begging to the establishment. It's not about saying, oh my God, we need to please these legislators. We don't want to upset them. No way. Anyone telling you that is misleading you. And if you want to follow them, as I said, you have the choice to do that. Go for it. But those movements have never, ever given us anything significant. If anything, they've given us fake solutions to a fake problem. So let us talk about two examples of movements that uh, how people figured this out. Well, one of the movements was the women's rights movement. Susan B. Anthony, and you can study this, thought that she would go to the legislatures and try to get the legislators support. Well, what happened? She wanted universal suffrage. Who laughed at her? The Democrats. The Democratic Party thought she was nuts. They laughed at her. And what did Susan B. Anthony do? Susan B. Anthony went to the streets. She built a mass movement. That's how women got the right to vote. It wasn't from the Democratic Party. It was not from some you know, gift that was given to her by people being kind to legislators. It was a massive movement. Number one lesson. Let me give you a second example. Many of you have seen that graph of from the 1900s to the massive reduction in mortality from infectious diseases. You can look it up. 14 out of 100,000 people down to around uh, one out of 200,000 people. Well, how did those gains take place? It wasn't mystical. It wasn't like someone, the legislators gave this to the people. It occurred because of mass movements, which those people right in this movement don't want you to talk about because they want us to cow, you know, bow down to the Democratic Party or those people in establishment and, and or bow down to Hillary Clinton or legislators. Though the, the way we got that decline in mortality from infectious diseases was through mass revolutionary movements that took place by ordinary working people like you and I in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. Let me repeat that. It was not the Democratic Party. It was not the Republican Party. It was mass workers movements in the late 1800s and in the early 1900s where people are out there getting shot, 
protesting, building a massive movement in this country. And that is how uh, the establishment, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and the others, through finally reforms to even uh, give people the basic rights to ending child labor, sanitation, nutrition, all those gains. It came from mass revolutionary movements, people on the ground, boots on the ground. Okay, it wasn't from the Democratic Party. It wasn't from the Kennedys. It wasn't from some person coming down from heaven and giving them that. It was mass revolutionary movements. Slave movements, all the fights that we even got out of slavery. It wasn't like the master gave us something. It was people built powerful movements. Now, let's talk about something that I've talked about, the not so obvious establishment. Who are they and who sets them up? The not-so-obvious establishment sometimes are explicit, sometimes are implicit, okay? This group of people are what the establishment uses to quiet you down, to make you bow down and not uh, unleash the, these kinds of revolutionary movements. So for example, I've talked about in the Russian Revolution as people were rising up, bottoms-up movement was taking place, what the Tsar did was he through legislators. He said, let's create a little legislature called the Duma and all you protesting people, come on over here and talk it out with us. That was a way to quell the movement. Fortunately, the Russian workers realized what to do and they overcame that because they were smart and they had right leadership. In the Indian movement in the 1920s, something very interesting occurred. Uh, people were rising up and wanting to kick out the British and really free themselves like the American revolutionaries did. Well, what happened? The British and the Indian elite brought in Gandhi. And Gandhi's role was to quell out that movement and the British created the Indian National Congress, a legislature to take these people off the streets so they would start you know, discussing and being nice and quiet and proper. And what ended up happening was the Indians in India never really got Indian independence. What they ended up getting was they actually got 70 years of corruption because they transferred power from the British elite to the Indian elite. Again, it was a very clever way of the not so obvious establishment, in this case Gandhi. You look at the civil rights movement, the Kennedys and the Southern National Christian Conference. You know, there was a massive movement in this country of really delivering infrastructure to, uh, in black neighborhoods. Instead, they co-opted Martin Luther King gave him a beautiful place to give his talk, the I Have a Dream speech. It was totally controlled. And at the end of it, what did black people really get? Well, they never really got infrastructure, the real solution. They ended up getting glimpses of that, fake solutions, you know, affirmative action, which never really addressed the fundamental issues. So those in the not so obvious establishment work with the establishment. They create quote unquote heroes, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, nice people but they never solved the fundamental issues. I hope you're understanding this. So some people got lost in that. And today, in the, if you look at the situation of black people, it's worse than it was before civil rights. You created a pencil strata of a thin strata of bourgeois blacks like Obama and Michelle Obama, but you never address the fundamental issues. The anti-war movement in this country learned from that. The Democratic Party was always seen as a party of anti-war. This was their uh, you know, their charade. But in 1968, people on the streets realized, look, the Democrats are as rabid for war and what they, as Goldwater was, and after 68, after the bombing, people 
left the Democratic Party in droves and they created a mass movement. Within two years, after nearly 10 to 15 years of anti-war struggle, that's when the movement ended quickly. So what's the lesson here? There are people who come into movements to contain movements. And let me tell you, many of these people are part of the Hollywood elite, okay? Or part of the elite. They think they are the ones who can run movements and they brainwash you to bow down to them. They brainwash you, oh my God, it's a Kennedy, I must follow them. Because why? Because it's a Kennedy. And they've spent a lot of money building up their brand equity. As though only certain people can run movements. And this is something that you need to understand. But again, everyone has a choice here. So before my involvement, where was this involvement? Where was this movement? Let's really think about it. Well, it put out a lot of information. Yes, people are like, well, they shared a lot of information, but selective information. Not all information was shared. Second, they didn't focus on science. You know, my involvement was a belief that there's a lot of smart people. You don't need scientists. You don't need a degree from MIT. So I created videos, we created lectures. We've had close to probably two million people have views of those lectures that we've shared openly. We haven't charged for them. By the way, to make it clear, I have a full-time job. I don't run a nonprofit on this full-time. This is my investment because I believe in this. I still have to go earn a living as a scientist, as an entrepreneur, paying for everything I have. I don't charge for anything I do. Neither do all the volunteers that have been involved with us. In fact, we ran uh, the first international conference on vaccine safety. We've done seminars. We drove down to New Jersey. We didn't get business class tickets. No one paid us to come there. We brought our own sound equipment. So let's that, get that clear. In fact, the organizers of the events in New Jersey, the recent one, didn't even have proper sound equipment. We dragged it down there and we openly shared it. The next point we need to understand is that the movements up until date have been top down. You know, organizations which raise money, which get donations from everyday people, and they have failed in New York, they failed in California. Before my involvement, these people were against people protesting. In fact, here in Massachusetts, people are telling people not to protest. The Children's Health Defense Fund told people not to do a, a million person march. In fact, put cease and desist notices out on people who try to do that. So what we're trying to say is they want their authorized events. Anything unauthorized, they actually try to stop them and dictate top down. They silence people. And this is one thing I want to talk about, censorship. This movement has told people how to talk and how to be. That's not acceptable. And I'll give you some examples. Jake Crosby, you can look him up, Jake Crosby on the, on the Boland Report. Jake Crosby is the one who wrote it very powerful analysis exposing how Mark Blacksell, Mark Blacksell subverted uh, Brian Hooker's testimony uh, with Daryl Issa. Brian Hooker was going to expose fully William Thompson and the malfeasance of the thimerosal autism link. You guys should go read this. This is not me making it up. You can look at Jake's work. It's a brilliant piece of work and it completely exposes how Mark Blacksell, who, who's been in this quote-unquote movement to quote-unquote mislead it, subverted and sabotaged Brian Hooker's testimony, which would have been one of the most important testimonies. In addition, people should consider the timing of Mark Blacksell being part of Safe Minds, how he got involved, access to emails, which then essentially exposed 
Andy Wakefield, which led to Brian Deere's article exposing or attacking Andy Wakefield. These are important events. Jake Crosby's Boland Report exposed Mark Blaxell's involvement in, in sabotaging Brian Hooker's testimony. Well, when Blaxell shared this with Rob Kennedy, uh, Bob, Bob Kennedy Jr. and with Del Bigtree, what did they do? Did they share it? Did they share it with the movement? No, they didn't. They hid it, they suppressed it, and I have emails from Mr. Kennedy uh, and others to Jake telling him that he's too far ahead of the movement, that, you know, I'm like Martin Luther King and you're like Bobby Seals. This is what they wrote to him. My point is that they suppressed information. Why? What is it because Black Souls, you know, current girlfriend funds the Children's Health Defense Fund and funds other people? And that's what you need to ask. Mark Blacksell hurt one of the most important testimonies that could have helped this movement. And the so-called leaders of this movement suppressed it. You know, you may have known of foundations like the Breast Cancer Foundation, Alzheimer's Foundation, but let's take the Breast Cancer Foundation. Yeah, they put out a lot of information. They've become a billion dollar foundation. The woman who started, Susan Komen, has retired with a nice uh, million dollar pension fund. What have those foundations actually done to cure breast cancer? Yes, you can say they do nice things, they put out info, but have they actually solved the problem? You need to understand, there are people in Hollywood, the elites in this country, who live in Malibu, like Bobby and others, this is a shtick for them. You know, you, you're a Kennedy, okay? You get to talk about saving the whales or saving water or protecting, you know, uh, you know, uh, defending it, you know, for vaccine choice, maybe, right? But it's part of your brand equity. And they create it in such a way that it's an extension of what they do, extension of their very elite lifestyles. Skiing, let's do falconry, and let's also support vaccine choice or something else, okay? And those people believe that they are the only ones that can have a say in this movement. And everyone else, we're all little lower caste people. We're all the plebes that we should be quiet. And this is where the problem starts because the Hollywood culture, the Kennedy mystique, has told you that you should bow down to these people. And I'm here to tell you that that's nonsense. You have a choice. You don't owe anything to any of these people and you must look at the results that they've delivered. And frankly, it's been very little until what came out out of New Jersey, out of my articulation and others that we need to build a groundswell movement. The next piece I wanna share is is um, I want to address this issue of of how we actually build this larger movement. That is what the real issue is here. My critique of anyone here, and, I, and no one should take it personally, and if you do, call me up and we can talk about it. But the real critique here is how do we build this movement? And you have a choice. One is you go the old way, which is to bow down to people, be nice to legislators, have your illusions, that people who claim that they want to help you are there to help you when the results show otherwise. Let me give you an example. You must ask and you cannot absolve Mr. Kennedy of why he endorsed Hillary Clinton. Not once, not twice, three times. Some people have, uh, you know, whatever. It's a bitter pill for them to swallow. I've gone onto the Facebook pages and said, well, he didn't know, maybe he did know. Uh, well, the reality is I just tweeted out something in 2014 there was an RF Kennedy conference. This is in 2014, where Hillary Clinton is spouting off her pro-vaccine, spouting off her support for fake science, 
and Mr. Kennedy endorsed her. Look, Bobby Kennedy has two platforms, his water keepers and the vaccine thing. These are how he, you know, has his organization. Now, if he so believes in this, why is he supporting Hillary Clinton? Furthermore, yesterday, a couple of days ago, he raised money for my potential opponent in the Democratic race, his nephew, Joe Kennedy, who's also like Miss Clinton, pro-vax and believes everyone should be vaccinated. Not only did he support him, you know, morally, but he actually had a fundraiser for him. So if you are so for vaccine choice, you're supporting two Democrat candidates and one of them who is your uh, blood relative. So my question to you is this, and this is an important question. Are you going to choose loyalty to blood and the Democratic Party over truth? Well, I've chosen truth all my life and anyone can look at my history and we can talk about it whether it even meant that I had to lose friends or even certain family members. The issue is truth, and it's about principles. It is not about the Democratic Party. And there's a lot of people in this movement who think the Democratic Party is their savior. And frankly, I don't care for either party. I'm running as a Republican because that is my avenue to have a platform. Uh, Lincoln was a Republican, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean I support the party establishment. But what I can tell you is Bobby Kennedy is a Democrat. He's loyal to the Democrats and he's loyal to the Kennedys and he wants to be part of the Hollywood elite. And some of you who want to bow down to that, please, you have that choice. But if you want to build a revolutionary movement and you want to win truth, freedom and health, I suggest you follow what I'm saying, which is a revolutionary path bottoms up. That we don't need to pay homage to the Kennedys or to the big trees or any of these people. And my job here is to be a teacher and to be a catalyst. And I'm hoping that many of you, some of you get what I'm saying, study history, understand we're not gonna win this by absolving people and having double standards. And if you think that is the way you're gonna win, you're gonna hit a dead end, but again, you have a choice. So in closing, what I wanna say is we need to build a revolutionary movement. We cannot have censorship. We cannot have hero worship on people who are sacred cows. And I'm telling you, the Kennedy Hollywood cesspool needs to be critiqued, it needs to be looked at, and people need to break from that if you want to build a revolutionary movement and win. And that's what I'm committed to. I'm running for U.S. Senate. My Senate campaign is not about being Senator Ayadure. It's about being the tip of an arrow of a spear of building a broad revolutionary movement. Join me or join the others. You, it's your choice. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Jen. Uh, maybe we'll take some questions. Jen, do we have any questions? Jennifer, are there any questions? Can you, Jen, text them to me. We're gonna take some questions. Some people may have some questions, let's see. Kennedy is a Mitt Romney of the Republican Party. Is it trash talking? I think he's pointing out some unsettling info. Look, I have no horse in the game except truth. Just to give you guys a perspective of what I've done in my life, in 2000, I'll give you some data points so you can understand what kind of person I am. Um, in, in, you know, I came from India, uh, you know, as I mentioned to you, what a caste system, we were considered untouchable. So for me, coming to the United States was a huge fortune. And to me, I've always felt this noble duty to serve in whatever capacity, doing my science, doing my work. I've earned my degrees. I have not had family ties, which has given me trust funds. 
Joe Kennedy, the gentleman I'm running, may be running after because he's running against Markey. The guy's a 39-year-old 39 39 boy who's got $50 million. How did he get that? You have to answer that. So my entire history has always been working hard, but I've always risked myself. In 2007, when I won a Fulbright to go back to India to do scientific research on the integration of Eastern and Western medicine, uh, two years after I finished that research, I was leaving India to come back to my home in the United States. And I was recruited by the Indian government, uh, by the Prime Minister of India, given this amazing opportunity to lead one of the largest scientific institutions there. Uh, my father-in-law at that time said, you should take this opportunity. It's a huge uh, opportunity. I was given a huge bungalow in Delhi, treated like a, you know, a royalty, multiple cars, servants, etc. And within three months, I began working even before I was paid. And within six months, I discovered amazing scientists in India, for, among the 4,000 scientists, who were suppressed by massive corruption. And you have to understand, here I'm living like royalty in India, treated uh, you know, in, in great respect. My father-in-law at that time, Shiva, don't, uh, you know, don't say anything. One day you'll be Minister of Science and Technology, but I couldn't. When I saw this corruption in India, I wrote a report it accidentally got released to the press, and but I shared it with all the scientists, and within um, three hours, I was terminated, and within 24 hours, evicted, and I was given death threats. And at night, uh, late night, I left India, taking a third-class train up to the border of Nepal, left India, and made it home. You're looking at someone who fights for truth, and you deserve to also have leadership who fights for truth, not has double standards. That's not acceptable. And when you have people like that, and when you start accepting that, nothing is ever gonna change. Nothing will ever change. And for far too long in American history, we've had the not so obvious establishment. People like Bob Kennedy, okay? They give a good talk. They're running their shtick, okay? This movement hasn't gone anywhere for 17 years. Let's take some um, questions here that I see. Jen, if you have any questions, you can text me. Then divide the needs to happen, break down to breakthrough. Reason people are upset is because trash talking anyone creates division, it breaks us apart. So let's talk about that. Trash talking. Telling the truth is not trash talking. People who have this idea, you have an immature idea of what it means to grow a movement. If you want to keep your little sorority and you want to be in your sorority of your old club, okay? go do that. And if I happen to be the outside force saying, hey, look, the emperor has no clothes here, and you think that's dividing, have that philosophy and see where that gets you. The reality is you, what we need to do is we need to unite a broad-based movement. What occurred in New Jersey occurred because people like me said we need to go grassroots. We gave people support to do that. There are a lot of mothers calling me who said they've been silenced by people. People don't own these movements. So yes, I am dividing the movement if you want to separate truth from lies. And that division is good. And if you're not ready for that, again, I, I mentioned to you, you have a choice. Um, in the fight for truth, you ruffle feathers. That's true. Don't stop, Shiva. People are still conditioned by the political class. This is an important thing. We've been trained, you know, that certain people are the only ones who can fight for our civil rights. And you have to understand that this is a controlled model of telling you that a guy like me 
you know, who came from India as an immigrant, who's a scientist, who doesn't have, you know, the aristocracy support, people like me are troublemakers. Well, we're not troublemakers. We're telling the truth. Since I've been involved in this movement, you know, we've shared science. People are getting educated. That's what this movement should have done for 17 years. There are 95%, 90% of Americans still believe vaccines are okay. Why? Because this movement has miserably failed because it's all top down. It's fine you do your falconry and you nice you do your you know ski events, but you know what? That doesn't build a bottoms up movement. And if you want to support that, the elite model of a bunch of Hollywood people and the Kennedys, they get to run movements, go do that. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to build a revolutionary movement and there are people who are waking up to this. So if you say I'm dividing it, yes, I'm dividing it and I'm glad to be dividing it. CHD needs everything done their way. If you don't do it their way and put their name on it, they will pull their support. Exactly. These people are running a business. Okay. Um, you know, I, you know, when I put out my analysis with the immune system, I called up Bobby, emailed him, and I said, "Hey, Bobby, let's put this up on the CHD website." Oh, he said, "Oh, Lynn Ridwood will call you." Nothing. The reality is, people are competing for eyeballs and money. The problem that they have with me is we're not making any money off of this. And a lot of the mothers here aren't making any money. We're doing this because I've been involved in wanting to build and participating in movements for a long time. Monsanto, fighting for workers' rights. And no one ever paid me for this. We didn't create a nonprofit to, you know, ask for donations so then we could go pay people to build a movement. The Every of the lectures we've done, all of these done, every of the things we've done on the Vaccine Safety Conference have all been done by total volunteers. Do the Kennedys, you know, they have a billion, probably billions of dollars, okay? Why do they need more donations? People should ask that. I'm sorry, Bobby, why do you need more donations? Don't you have enough money? I'm with you, but you're saying you support 5G? No, I've never said I support 5G. I said I wanna do research on it. Um, I don't make my position on anything until I do research. Uh, watching, I hear you, respect you, falconry, laughing my ass out loud. Someone is asking if you support 5G. Uh, no, I, I do think we need to do research on it. I've just, it's a topic that I will take in uh, very closely and we need to go uh, analyze it. What I have said is that we have a breakdown in our infrastructure and countries like China are leapfrogging us. But that doesn't, just because uh, someone is using x-rays, you know, it took, for example, it took us a 20 years to realize x-rays you can use for understanding what's going on but you need shielding okay so we need to do the science I'm a man of science I take things methodically when I first got into you know I've been doing the immune system for many years when I looked at vaccines I took it very seriously and then everyone saw my position so when I take pro or con or something you know I come out in a very judicious way but we are uh, gonna take that topic on so anyone who's uh, saying that I support 5g uh, needs to tell me where they heard that because it's absolutely false. Uh, yep, New Jersey has a win of the people. That's true. All right, Jen, is there anything else? I can look on uh, over here on YouTube what's happening. Oh, YouTube's blowing up. Wish you were more, uh, wish there were more immigrants of your like in this country. Thank you. Uh, far too many people in the autism community have aligned with the QAnon cult. Uh, will you be in Philadelphia, South Jersey soon, anytime? Livingston didn't work with my schedule. 
you have an uphill battle, but I'm with you. Truth prevails. Great information. Truth prevails. Yeah, look, let me just make it very clear. If Bobby Kennedy, if Dell Bigtree, if all these people want to call and really have a discussion about having a revolutionary movement, let's do it. But don't be out there trying to, on the one hand, justify or try to say, well, I'm a Democrat, so I had to vote for Crooked Hillary or my nephew who are pro-vaccines and want to see vaccines out there uh, without with using fake science. On the other hand, say that, you know, I'm here fighting for you. You can't have it both ways. And anyone who believes that they should be allowed to have both ways, you should recognize you're doing that and you should think about it. Why would you give Bobby Kennedy a, a, a get out of jail free card on that? Is it because he's a Kennedy? Think about it. Is it because maybe you've been brainwashed on a cult worship of Hollywood celebrities? That, by the way, this there's it's not your fault. There's an enormous amount of money, media money, that goes into building brands. And we need to start questioning that. Why do we bow down to the George Clooney's of the world or certain Hollywood types? This is because there's a multi-billion dollar machinery, you know, with beautiful pictures of these people, and they they always have nice photographers to make you to build their brands. And that is not how we're going to win. In fact, that's why we've been losing for 17 years. The only way to win is what we saw happen in New Jersey. Bottoms up, everyday people, boots on the ground. And those of you who are afraid to critique, be it Big Tree or Bobby Kennedy, oh, they've done so much and are afraid of my, and want to censor me, I'm not going to stop. You're not going to censor me. And you should actually ask yourselves, why when you come to me and you say, yeah, I agree with you, but I don't think we should say it. Why are you saying that? Where is the weakness within you? Because you're not going to build a movement against these forces which are powerful. Big pharma you're talking about, big agriculture. These people do not want to give up their power. And if you think being nice to them and being kind to legislators that we're going to win our freedom, you're out of your mind. Then you should please go follow these people. It's your choice. Dr. Kosher, someone who has attempted to be silenced by CHD because I wanted to lead the million, Millions March against mandatory vaccination last August. I'm curious why the leaders were against a free event. I've heard this there. I, someone just called me about the Million March against mandatory vaccination. Apparently there was a big march planned. A number of people wanted to participate. The establishment groups, when I call, I'm calling them the establishment groups now, uh, uh, organizations like CHD, denounced those people, told them not to do it. And I have a very interesting story of a fellow who called me in Wisconsin. He was asked, as I've shared before, to join CHD in Wisconsin, but he was told he must give a $2,500 application fee. We should check this out, but that's what he shared with me. And he didn't have the 2,500, so he thought he would sell t-shirts for the Million Man March to raise the money. And CHD sent a cease and desist letter to him. So first of all, there's some interesting things here. You have to give money to apply to be a, a, in the leadership position in the state and people telling them not what to do, okay? Something doesn't smell right, but again, you have a choice. If you think that's great, go for it. Uh, that was me. Okay, that was me, Dr. Kosher, Kevin Tuttle. Uh, he just put that up on YouTube. Uh, they want to control the narrative. Uh, Shiva, your breath of fresh air. Look, again, I got to tell you, I love doing my science. I love building companies. Um, I love engineering, but I also have a deep, deep distaste for injustice and deep distaste for people who try to mislead people. 
And in the since September, when I fully immersed myself in this, spending a lot of time, we're not getting paid for this, and I'm running for US Senate, you know, those people you wanna support me, you can do that. Um, but I don't get paid for this. I don't have, you know, an entourage of people around me, okay? When we went to New Jersey, you know, myself, Richard Giorgio, Michael Bean, we took our speakers, we took our generator, Joanne Freitas, we went down there, okay? When we arrived there, we held our own event, inviting people, thousands came to that. When we went to the second event, it was sort of atrocious to see they didn't even have their own sound equipment, which shows that they're not really prepared to have a groundswell of people. Let me also tell you something, New Jersey was amazing. One of our colleagues took a Uber at the end of that night and uh, 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 an African-American Uber driver told Michael, she said, oh, you know, I saw Dr. Shiva's videos. I, I, I like what he's saying. And then he said, you know, there was a rally here and she lives in Trenton. She had no idea there was a rally. So this is what I'm talking about. There's a weakness in this movement. It is not going down to people and we're never ever going to win until we build a broad-based movement that we recognize this is really about freedom. This is really about science and this is really about health. And anyone who's endorsed Hillary Clinton, endorsed her, not just vote in silence, but endorsed her after they knew her position on vaccines, after they knew her position on Monsanto. Well, you're running a shtick. You're doing your thing. Yeah, because you got it down. You got it down to your little shtick. And you know what? I don't buy your shtick, Bobby. If you really want to build a movement, then let's build a, a revolutionary movement, explosive movement, which should be on the ground. We're never going to win the top down, bowing down to the Kennedys. None of them will address their alignment with QAnon cult that speaks volumes. It's about scamming people. Okay, I don't know what that's about. Uh, all right, let's see if Jen has any other things. Uh, Natalie Nikolic Baldwin, your criticisms are valid and you should continue to air out any dirty laundry you uncover. If CHG and ICANN are legit, they should be able to respond to you with it. Read, okay, let's this one. Jen, I don't see the one where you say read this one. Let me see what that's about. Uh, yes, uh, Luba Kaplan, Dr. Shiva, has anybody running trials against Monsanto taken your analysis into consideration? Um, okay, so I'm going to read Natalie Nikolic's Baldwin's quote. It says, your criticisms are valid and you should continue to air out any, any dirty laundry you uncover. If CHD and ICANN are legit, they should be able to respond to and withhold the rest of these criticisms. Look. If you want to build a real movement, let's have transparency. If anyone wants to attack me, let's do it. I'm open, okay? I'm an open book. You want to bring anything out on me? Let's discuss it. Truth though, truthful free speech. If you say lies, you know, that's uh, libel and slander, okay? But the reality is you have to understand Mark Blacksell, people like him have hurt this movement. People in this movement have known about it and they've shot arrows in the back at people who try to bring it out. That's not how we're gonna win this movement. We have to be open. We have to be transparent. When the Vax 2 movie was taking place, you know, there's a video out there where I was simply hanging out in the lobby and people came, they wanted me to speak. I gave my thoughts. It went viral. And you had the Vax 2 people, maybe they're nice people, telling me I should take the video down. It's not gonna win it, you guys. You don't censor people. You don't do what the enemy says. Their principles you cannot use to fight for principles for truth, freedom, and health. Their principles are for exclusionary behavior, secrecy, you know, centralization of power, you know, censorship. You're never going to win following their models. You just can't. 
It's not how the spirit works, if you believe in that. Uh, anyone who voted for Clinton definitely hasn't seen Clint Cash documentary. So many people are indoctrinated blindly. Look, for far too long, people, people may know that I voted for Donald Trump. And why did I vote for him? Because I saw him as a disruptive force. Do I know him as a person? No, but I voted for him because for the first time, forget him as an individual, there was someone attacking both parties, establishment parties, and that was a necessary disruption that needed to take place. For far too long, do I support the Republican establishment? Hell no, but I saw him as a catalyst and he has done that. Forget about him as an individual. I don't care about that. I don't even know the guy but he was a necessary disruption. But on the stage of the debates, at that point, Trump was the only one, I think next to Ben Carson, who was at least willing to say on network TV that something's wrong with the vaccine schedule. Well, Bobby, you knew that. You should have supported Trump, but instead you supported Hillary Clinton, who supported Monsanto, whose organization, Clinton Global Initiative, has been involved with the distribution of the Gardasil vaccine. She's a rabid pro-vaccine person. She rabidly supports fake science. And those of you who want to absolve him of that for whatever nonsensical rationalizing you want to do, it's not acceptable because you're rationalizing something. It is just wrong. Um, so I have another thing people are writing in. Let's see. Uh, RFK publicly endorsed Hillary after Senator Pan was chosen to introduce her at a rally. So let me repeat that. Someone just said this. RFK Jr. publicly endorsed Hillary Clinton after Dr. Pan, who's a complete shill of a quote-unquote doctor, was chosen to introduce her at a rally. Okay? So I'm telling you, it's time that you decide which way you want to go. If you want to support the old models of celebrities and the Kennedys and bow down to them, go for it and then see what happens in the next 17 years. But if you want to follow my model, which is we got to build a broad-based revolutionary model, and I'm not a Kennedy, I'm not an aristocrat, I don't, I don't have trust funds, I don't have foundations, you know, I have research, I do science, I'm an inventor, everything I've earned here, I've done with my own bare hands that I've created, okay? I can't say that about Joe Kennedy or, you know, Bobby Kennedy, okay? But I know what I've created and I know what you've created. People listening here, you are working people. You have to work to earn your living. And when you come to these rallies, when you participate this in this movement, no one's paying you or me. These other people are being paid. They're building businesses, okay? They're like poverty pimps. They're building businesses off of movements. And I keep give, giving you that example of the Breast Cancer Foundation. And many of these foundations, they become multi-billion dollar foundations. And what did they actually deliver? And if you look at history, and I'll end with this, it has always been people's movements. It has always been people's movements which have delivered anything for you and me. You know, no one ever gave us anything. It has been people's movements, bottoms up, you know, uh, a powerful, angry, you know, broad base, bring, connecting the dots and bringing people in. I hope that I honor all the things that were given for me in this great country and all the things my grandparents did who toiled in fields in India, that to be a catalyst and to educate you with the truth. I've, I, I've, hopefully I'll continue to educate you on the science, I'll continue to educate you on the politics because politics has physics to it, just like the immune system has physics. These are systems 
And if you want to be misled and follow hero worship and you want to silence yourself because you don't think that you're somebody, that you think that you're not a Kennedy or somebody, this is the slavery that we need to overcome from within us to overcome that, to realize every one of us has a voice and that we have our common sense and that we should not be rationalizing when someone crooked like Hillary and the Clinton Global Initiative is endorsed by the same person who claims he's against their policies. And the same person whose blood relative is Joe Kennedy is the same guy who's supporting vaccines. You just ran a fundraiser for him at your home or wherever with your Hollywood elites, okay? To hell with these Hollywood people, okay? We need to get over this brainwashing that the American culture, the American globalist culture does to all of us. It tries to tell us these people are over here and you're down here. And it is very, very powerful. And it's a brainwashing that needs to be overcome for people to regain control of who they are. Okay. I'm going, unless Jen, you have any other things? Uh, Sarah has a question. Uh, Sarah says, question. How about putting some energy into using your science background to come up with system solution to reverse the injury? How powerful would that be? Reversing injury then proves the injury exists. I think you could use your gifts to change thousands of lives and be known as a guy who invented email and discovered a system to reverse autism and back injury. Look, this is something some of you may know. You know, after I get off this call, I have to do, I have a scientific call I have to do. I spend, I get up at four or five in the morning, I work until midnight. You know, uh, this area, I do it because as a fighter, but then I'm a scientist and an inventor in that area, my technology cytosol that came out of my work you know, we have clients, we're trying to figure out how to model different diseases on the computer to eliminate animal testing, but we are figuring out how these molecular systems work based on the known science. But one of the things that we've come across, which I will share shortly, I want to start sharing with everyone solutions also to how you create resilient immune systems and ways that you can reverse the injury of autism without people having to fly around and pay thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. And it starts with a molecular systems understanding of the immune system. We have a number of amazing doctors who've come to us and that knowledge we're gonna start sharing with you at no cost, you don't have to pay me, it's free, okay? Because uh, my grandmother, who was a village healer, she worked 16 hours in the fields and when she did her healing, she gave that knowledge away. And, and because it was seen as a gift from God. This knowledge was not supposed to be you know, something you keep. So one of the things I'm gonna do in honor, honor to her and honoring to all the people who've suffered is we're gonna put together some of these protocols and share them with you as what I would do, okay? And then you guys can decide what you wanna do. But one of the key things that emerges here is that if you look at the cell wall of the body, if you can protect that cell wall, that's what vitamin A does. If you consume enough carotenoids, you know, all the nice red, green, those vegetables, and your thyroid is working okay, your body will create the vitamin A it needs to protect the cell wall. So the key there is your thyroid's gotta be working well and you have to consume enough proper foods. The second part of this is that you need to make sure your gut is working properly, okay? That you have enough hydrochloric acid, that you have enough, uh, the right microbiome, but mainly digestion needs to take place in the gut. All disease in many traditional cultures start with the gut. And so I'm gonna start putting together a set of protocols that people can actually, anyone should do it anyway, because the goal is to have a strong immune system. 
That is how we win for all of us. We want to have a strong, resilient immune system. The notion that a vaccine in injection is going to give you a strong, resilient immune system versus through food and, and, and right diet and uh, proper supplementation is actually the quick fix solution, which is what they want to bank, uh, bank on. And the reality is the entire vaccine model, as I've shared, is based on a theory of the immune system that goes back 60 to 150 years. It's not based on the modern science. It not, it's not based on the fact that you are an individual, one size doesn't fit all. So let's go to the science. And you can, you can I, I'm here to, because this is what I do. The problem that the establishment has is this has been my field for 20 to 30 years. And this is what I've been studying. This is what the current work I do. And I'm, I wanna share some of those protocols with you to answer Sarah's question. Um, uh, I really thought Shiva was legit, but now I question what he has to gain from what he is doing. He needs to focus on what he can do to help not alienate every single person in the movement. Look, if every single person in the movement, um, this is a very hyperbolic statement, feels alienated by me, well, if you're alienated by the truth I'm sharing, great. You can be alienated. You can bow down to Del Bigtree and Bobby Kennedy. Go for it. Go bow down to them all day long. I have shared the truth and that is what I'm committed to. I've shared the truth about the immune system. I've shared with you openly uh, and honestly what I believe. I'm not in back rooms having other people do Facebook posts for me. I'm here sharing with you the truth. So if that's dividing people and that's pissing people off, well then you can be back 17 years and look at what happened to uh, New York and California. Go for it. Don't hero worship Shiva either. Yeah, you don't need to hero worship me. What you should do is you should worship yourselves. That's what you need to, this is person's text agi gen. Start worshiping yourselves and ask yourself why you are so defensive when I bring out the truth. When I'm asking important questions that should have been asked. Why are people supporting Hillary Clinton and Joe Kennedy who are pro-vaccine and saying that they're, they want to help the vaccine movement? Ask yourself that question. And if you have a problem with that question, if you have a problem with the person asking that question, then you need to look at yourself in the mirror. Not bowing down anyone. You have something to gain. You're running for public office. Give up your run for office. Great, I'll give up my run. Is that going to help it? You know what? I've been doing this all my life, Texas, Jen. This is not something I did yesterday. I'm running for office because I don't make money off of that. And I don't need to defend myself here. What I can tell you is you can go look at my history where I've put myself on the line. Guess what? There are actually people who come from nothing and want to give back everything. And that may not seem... Um, that may seem foreign to you because you've been so brainwashed by the Kennedy Hollywood culture. There are noble people out there and most of those noble people are everyday working people which you've probably forgotten about. They are those people who fought to get all those gains we have. And your brain has been brainwashed to thinking that everyone wants something. Well that is a Kennedy Hollywood capitalist globalist model. Not everyone wants that. Some people actually want better things for the world in a real way because they know where they came from. I hate hero worship. I'm enjoying your talks. Why should you give up your running for office? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe that's what Bobby Kennedy and Joe Kennedy want. So they can inherit something that they believe is their inheritance, which is to always own the U.S. Senate seat for Massachusetts. Guess what? I'm not going to let that take place because my run for office is for all those people who do not have a voice and who do not believe that the Kennedys own every, you know, own the civil rights movement. By the way, talking about the Kennedys, Teddy Kennedy, Mr. Bob Bob Kennedy's 
uncle is a one who introduced a bill for the 1986 uh, vaccine court. Okay, he is the one who co-sponsored the bill. Ted Kennedy is the one who co-sponsored that bill. And even Reagan, when he signed it, had a lot of problems with it, but he was forced by Congress to sign that bill. But you can look at all the different places the Kennedys have been involved in this vaccine area. By the way, uh, uh, I'm running for office because it is a movement that we're building. My run for office, Shiva for Senate in Massachusetts is the tip of the spear of a movement for truth, freedom, and health. And if you want to join that, if I win Senate, it'll be great. But imagine a guy like me winning Senate and having me in there. I'm only going to serve one term because I have other things to do and it's a huge commitment. But in that one term, I'm going to work 100% for you, not 10% of my time and the other 90% trying to get reelected and reelected and reelected. One term, six years. Imagine a guy like me fighting every day and doing this every day for six years. We're, and we're also going to bring up a lot of big issues around infrastructure that have not been brought out. Uh, Ted Kennedy also murdered a woman. That's true. Yep, the Kennedys can murder people, do all sorts of stuff and get away with it. And we keep absolving them. And that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to motivate you. Why do you absolve a Kennedy? Why do you rationalize it? Think about it. What's wrong? Please give some guidance about growing our movement in our city. Okay, so um, one of the most important things that the, the philosophy of any movement, anything that's ever occurred is to believe in yourself and to believe in those around you. That's where movements get built and find an education. So one is finding those people who, who have the same belief systems you do, believing in yourself, but also education. One of the Two goals, that, two educational items we've been sharing is the Modern Immune System video, which is out there. And in fact, as a part of my campaign, we're not just asking for donations. When you give me something, I'm returning back knowledge. We have a Systems and Revolution book and we, we our goal is to teach everyone how the body is an interconnected system. So the two weapons that people need to understand concerning vaccines by itself are that the, the, the modern theory of the immune system. It's out there, you can download it, you can share it. If you need to know where, just look on my Twitter feed. It's, it's called the modern theory of the immune system. The second piece people need to understand is in order to build a movement, you need to understand the physics of movements. You will always be misled by these fake fighters and the establishment politicians if you don't understand the physics of movements. And what do I mean by that? What I've shared from the beginning of this, a movement can only win when it goes broad and unifies people who, have, who recognize that the enemy is the establishment and that they're winning, this is gonna come from the broad mass of people building a powerful bottoms up movement. And that theory if, if, uh, involves six principles. One is it has to be open and transparent. It has to be inclusive. It has to be based on decentralization, which means lots of people in different areas coming up, right? So if you centralize it, you have this top down model. It has to be based on freedom and it has to be based on personalization, meaning in different areas, a movement may need to grow in different ways. It has to be personalized to the area. So personalization, decentralization, freedom, you know, inclusivity, and transparency. That's how we win. We're not gonna win their way. Exclusive, you know, secret, you know, censorship, what can be spoken, what can't be, centralized, that's how you fail. And telling people 
um, that they're one big blob and everyone needs to follow a certain way. There are a number of mothers who told me, even at the New Jersey event, Highwire was filming them. They, some of them felt it was like stage, that they were supposed to do this and that. People with yellow hats were running around telling people where to go. That's not how you build a movement. The not so obvious establishment does not want hundreds of thousands of you. They want a finite set because then it becomes uncontrollable. We do need to create an uncontrollable decentralized movement to win. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think, let me see if there's any other comments here. I think I've been able to sort of share with you, hopefully, um, where I'm coming from. And let's see, there's a lot of comments here. Uh, workers' movements are the real gripers. Um, so in closing, um, we... Uh, we'll be sharing every Saturdays uh, between 11 to 1. I'll be sharing uh, more videos. I'm working, a, a number of people wanted me to do a couple of science videos on herd immunity. Uh, I just got some requests to do a couple of videos on how do you actually strengthen and talk about the resilience of the immune system. I'll do that. Um, and I'll also continue to uh, share with you my thoughts. And I think uh, this is a huge opportunity. I know some people's feathers have been ruffled. Some people uh, want to level whatever uh, uh, charges, personal, that's fine. But the issue is I'm here to share with you the fact that we need to build a revolutionary movement that is very different than a Hollywood Kennedy movement versus the establishment. So we have three choices here. We can stay with the establishment, power, profit, and control. We can build a revolutionary movement, the kind that I'm uh, sharing with you, or we can stay with the Hollywood Kennedy model. And that's your choice, which is, let things go on for 17, 20 years, you know, maybe file a few lawsuits, share some information, and things just keep petering along. And these organizations grow, people are doing falconry, they're doing ski things, that's great. You know, you're getting building your media company, or we build a movement which takes a lot of ground level effort. So you got three choices, and it's frankly, any of our choices what we wanna do. I, I'm telling you what choice I've made, and um, if we wanna win, it, it's, uh, I'll guarantee you, it's a revolutionary way. The other ones are gonna lead to dead ends like they have for the last 17 years. Anyway, thank you everyone. I hope this was valuable. I look forward to getting more uh, comments back from you, but I'm gonna end the session here. But it was wonderful speaking with all of you. Thank you again, be well.